On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we are talking retro reverse jerseys. Are they good? Are there bad ones? We talk about that as well as the Lightning look to bounce back from a less than ideal loss at home to the Philadelphia Flyers. What can they do differently? We talk about all that and more, but first, let's play that music. You're Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up again? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I just want to thank all of you for making us your first listen of the day. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you for making us your first watch of the day. Hit that notification button down low so as soon as the newest episode drops, you are well aware and you are on your way to watching on this episode of Locked On Lightning. We are talking retro reverse jerseys. Are they good? Are they bad? There's some Lightning fans out there that don't like them, surprisingly enough. And there's some out there like this guy that love them. We talk about some of the good, the bad, and even the ugly, as well as what the Lightning can do to bounce back from their nightmare of a home opener to the Philadelphia Flyers. Because you know what? We'll start right there. Because if you listen to the last episode or watch, I was out of control with my rant. I haven't had a... I guess almost borderline psychological breakdown such as that on this show and quite some time. It's been at least a couple of years since I've really, really killed the lightning on a performance from a game. Um, you know, we spoke about it in the last episode and I did not hold back and I still stay true to what I said before. This team kind of in some way just was content with a two goal lead. And as we know, a two goal lead in the NHL is really nothing, you know, we, we've seen goals scored faster in, in, in the amount of time it takes to lose a game. And and really, the Lightning need to bounce back from this. Uh, they have a tough schedule, and they cannot afford to put out more performances like this as they get deeper and deeper into this schedule. Because if you look at their schedule for the rest of October as well as the beginning of November, asking this team to turn it around at this point in the season, and yes, am I overreacting a little bit? Just a little bit. But be- – we're four games in, and you're asking this team, all right, you're going to go out there. You're going to play the Cats on Friday. Yes, you have the Islanders right after that at home, but then you're going to the West Coast and playing three very tough teams. And, yes, even though the San Jose Sharks are statistically one of the worst teams in the NHL right now, anytime an East Coast team goes out to the West, it's always a tough task to ask those guys to play a little bit later than what they're used to, given the time difference. So, you know, we're not going to dive too deep into that with those West Coast games just yet. We're going to focus on the task ahead of us, and that is the Florida Panthers, the Lightning's in-state rivals and division rivals. Uh, And really looking at this game, I'm nervous because even if the Lightning weren't as top-heavy And if some of you who are new to the game of hockey, thank you for joining us and making the Lightning your team to root for. Uh, Top heavy, you know, they really have all their good players on the first two lines. And that I was talking to my Locked On NHL host uh, earlier tonight, uh, my co-host, Chris Masilli from Locked On Abs uh, for the Thursday spot. That episode drops tonight as well. So go ahead and look at that. Um, And I was talking about the Lightning. The Lightning dropped in our network rankings from the number two stop spot all the way down to 15 and for good reason. 
and I told Chris, I told him this during the episode tonight, as well as during the summer and coming into the season, the lightning aren't going to be that good. If you've been listening to this episode, this podcast, at least since the summer, you, this should be no, you know, new kind of view that I have on the team. I was very adamant in, in the way I was describing this team when we were pre- doing our previews that this team isn't going to be that good. You know, yes, they'll probably figure it out at some point in the season, but the first couple of weeks are going to be a little bit rough for Lightning Nation. And we've seen that, you know, one in three and their most recent loss was probably the worst of the season. The worst I have seen, at least uh, in my three years. Uh, Actually, it's going to yeah, it's three, almost three years and, and four seasons hosting this show. Now my fourth season. And what we saw in that game was, you know, really nothing new from this Lightning team. So they're, John Cooper is going to have to go out there and and really try and, and mix things up. You know, I, I said on the last couple episodes, I said going into this season that, yeah, you may not like the way that the lines look on any given night. Uh, and they're not concrete. Yeah, a lot of people love seeing Stamkos, Kucherov, and Point out there. But at the end of the day, that's not set in stone. And really, that's what Lightning fans need to remember is that even if a line is working on, let's say he rolls out Point, Cooch, and Perry, you know, we're not saying that's going to be an actual line. I would actually be interested to see how that would work. But that's not going to be set in stone. You know, even if it's mildly successful at best, that's not going to, that's not necessarily going to be something that we're going to see Saturday night, win, lose uh, from Friday night's game. So, I think that's what's going to be the key for this Panthers game. And and we've seen on past games against these two teams that they're going to be very hard fought. Uh, the games, as really any any very highly competitive physical game, is is that these games are going to be won in the quarter corners. They're going to be won along the boards. And, you know, this could be easily a 2-1 game. Uh, and, and that's how in the past I would have viewed a matchup like this. But at the the way that the lightning have been playing as of late. And like I said, yeah, four games is a little bit premature of a, of, of a time frame to really condemn this team. But you know what, this team, when you look at what they have done over the last couple of years, as opposed to what they're doing in the last week or so, it's a complete 180. And I, I said on the last episode, if you're not concerned, you should be because you know, this could, be easily turned around or this could continue to go with the way it's going. And then we could be having the conversation by Thanksgiving uh, thinking that, you know, this team is in danger of possibly missing the playoffs, but you know, Friday's going to be a good get me back game against it. Like I said, a team that, you know, they always play hard against, they always play tough against and really a team that forces you to get back to the fundamentals of the game. And I really think that's going to be something that is really going to play in their favor if they do win this game because they're going to be forced to really simplify things and and really be forced to mix things up. You know, we saw a lot of that early on in the game against the Flyers, which was great. You know, I said on the last episode, I thought they were doing a lot of things very good, and that's why they jumped out to a 2-0 lead. But then they stopped doing that, and they kind of just let the Flyers dictate the flow of the game, and that's what really worked against them. And that's why it frustrates me so much when I talk about this team and and all the times they lose, because it's not like we're losing games in which the other team was better, you know, flat out better. The only game I like I said that really where the case was that the team was 
the better team was first game of the season against the New York Rangers. And that was it. That was it. That's all we saw. And then the other games have just been, they've just been death by a thousand paper cuts really as the game goes on. So really you need to have the lightning go out there and have a good performance. And, and, you know, I, like I said, we're still very, I'm going to, I'm going to hammer this home until it's not true anymore. It's, it's very early on in the season, but the lightning for them right now, this Friday game is going to be a must win game for them. And so it's going to be interesting to see how this team responds. Uh, you know, this could dictate how things go in California. I'm not really looking at the, the Islander game. I don't, like I said, until they prove me wrong, I don't, I don't look at them as a legitimate threat. Yeah, they're going to be somewhat better this season, but you know, I don't expect them to make the playoffs anytime soon. Are they going to play the Lightning tough? Yeah, but I still fully expect after all the issues I just listed out for this team, I still fully expect them to win that game. The game that I still think, though, is a must-win game is going to be against the Florida Panthers. So we'll be talking a little bit more about that on tomorrow's episode. Um, I'm probably going to – we're probably going to get out a, a recap episode at some point, probably after the game, obviously. It's going to be sometime late Friday night maybe into Saturday morning, depending on how late the game goes. Stay tuned for that. Make sure to subscribe to our social media pages and we'll keep you updated from there. Uh, but in the next segment, we'll be talking about the reverse retro jerseys. They dropped today for all 32 teams. How do you like them? How do we like them? What do I like? What are my haves? What are my have nots? We'll talk about all that more. But first, I'm going to talk about today's sponsor, and that is betonline.net. Betonline, betonline.net is your number one source for your betting needs Everywhere for all sports, whether it be football, NHL, NBA, or Major League Baseball. The playoffs are in full sp- full swing, so got to go ahead, bet on those Astros, because me being a Met fan, it is absolutely painful to see uh, the Yankees still in it, uh, the Phillies still in it, and uh, the Padres still in it. So I am I am just all in on the Astros bandwagon. I'm not going to bet on the Astros, though, because I have... The worst luck with betting. I haven't won a bet since July, so that tells you where I'm at right now. I am down bad. But you could go ahead and set a bet on the Astros, please, at betonline.net. And as always, BetOnline remains all your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. So before we get into reverse retros, I want to thank everybody for your continued support of this show. And please go ahead and like and subscribe to this podcast. Wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form, we are there. And most importantly, we are free. Go ahead to our YouTube channel and hit notification button down low and drop a thumbs Thumbs up, of course, not a thumbs down, thumbs up. You want to help us grow, hit that 500 mark, and most importantly, that 1,000 subscriber mark, and we can only do it with your help. And go ahead and follow us on our social media platforms. If you're watching us on YouTube, look at the ticker below. If you're following us on a social on an audio platform, we are at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow on Twitter at DankyDank, D-E-N-K-8. D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. I, don't worry. One of these seasons or episodes, I'll get my own Twitter handle right. So stay tuned for that development as 
it goes on. You know, I think at some point I'm just going to buy a shirt that just has the Twitter handle on front because I, I, I can't even get it right. And I'm the one who made the Twitter handle. So, you know, looking at the reverse retro jerseys, because this is something that for the most part, every team got right. Now, if you want to follow along, go on ESPN.com to Greg Wyshynski's, uh list that he came out today about that. And by the way, if you want to dive back through the archives, we had Greg on the show not too long ago. I believe he was, he's been on the show twice now. Uh, always love talking to Greg. We got to get him back on probably around the all-star break. So stay tuned for that episode. Uh, so he ranked Florida, uh, San Jose, Montreal, Los Angeles, and Colorado in the top five. And when I was talking about these on the Locked On NHL uh, show tonight with Chris Masilli, I don't really think anybody got these wrong. Are there some that are kind of head scratchers as like you could have done better or you could have done this? You know, why couldn't you just build on what you had last year? And really, there wasn't really any teams that did a bad job, except, you know, if you look at Detroit and if you want to follow more about that, but I'm going to talk about the lightning in just a bit, but if you want to look at that more, we we kind of had a good laugh about this on that episode, me and Chris. Uh, Detroit and Chicago just look like away and home versions of each other, minus the city name. So that was funny. But looking at Tampa's jerseys for this year, uh, I saw some mixed emotions about this on Lightning Twitter um, earlier today when it was announced that they dropped. And surprisingly enough, I saw a lot more negative comments than I saw positive. Uh, And it's kind of a head scratcher for me. Now, ideally, would you have wanted what the Lightning put out last year for for this year to, to kind of coincide with the 30th anniversary of this franchise? Absolutely. I think that would have been great. But, you know, with the reverse retros, it's kind of go big or go home. Um, and, and I'm sure the lightning will at some point bring some sort of iteration of that back, what they had from last year. And I'm sure they'll wear it at some point this year, alongside with the stadium, uh, jerseys that they had last year, which were sick, by the way, I really wish they had those as kind of like an alternate Jersey full time, especially with the bolt on the side of the helmet, but these are cool. And, and Chris made a good point and I obviously had to agree with him because he, if it's anybody that knows jerseys and, and knows a good jersey when they see him, it's Chris. Um, this really signifies and, and really brings to life the vibe that was the Tampa Bay Lightning's jersey in the 90s. You know, this is from the 97 season. You know, you have the lightning bolts on the side. It's gray on top with the lightning bolts and all that going on at the bottom with the black half sleeves and the gray shoulders. I love it. And I, I think it, it really signifies nineties hockey. And, and, you know, I really hope at one point, and this kind of reminds me back to what major league baseball did with throwback. I think it was turn back the clock night. I think that's what it was called. Um, and I would love to see some sort of throwback night in a way with Tampa, especially because you know, Tampa was one of those teams where when they came out, they were, you know, I don't think a lot of people thought they were going to be as successful of a franchise. And, and you know, the, the joke or, you know, at least what the 
almost the mantra has been over the last couple of seasons with Steven Stamkos, especially as that is that Tampa is a hockey town now. And, and most importantly, now a championship town and, and, you know, everybody knows the, the controversial comments that Michael Wilbaum from ESPN made last year, which was still very strange to me to this day that he would say something about the defending champions when the company he works for just signs a multi-million dollar deal to televise on a nightly basis games from that sport, especially that team who's going to be on every, almost every night on that channel. So you know, saying that it's not a sport, the people there don't even, you know, really know that Tampa's a team. And it's, I don't think anybody told them what was going on in Tampa at that time. So, you know, oh, well. Uh, but I love these jerseys. I love these jerseys. Um, and let me know in the comments below what you think about them. I would hope that they wear them. I hope it, I hope it stays. You know, I, I hope that eventually the NHL will go on to kind of make this a usual thing, not like the the stale kind of home away jersey. Give give the teams a little bit more freedom to choose what they want. Um, and I would like to see maybe in the future, because remember, Adidas is not going to be the jersey sponsor or the, the jersey manufacturer of hockey jerseys after this season. So it's going to be interesting to see if uh, – I don't know if it's been announced yet. I haven't seen anything. Maybe Nike will get into the game of making hockey jerseys that would be pretty cool they've done i would say a halfway decent job with major league baseball in terms of designs for certain teams um i'm very curious to see what they would do if, if nike were to get into the conversation or or get into the game of making hockey jerseys and being the primary jersey manufacturer of the national hockey league because you grab this reverse retro and you mix it with last year's I think you have a pretty sick jersey on your hands. I would imagine maybe throw a little bit of the stadium series in it. Um, so I'm looking forward to the lightning breaking these out. Um, hopefully, you know, they 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 find out, they see that this is such a success. I hope people come around and really start to really like these as they're being worn on the on the ice. Um, and we see it a little bit more expanded than maybe just a limited amount. Um, you know, because I do like the black jerseys they have on Saturday night, uh, Saturday home games, but maybe it's time to kind of look in a different direction from that. That's just me. I mean, I, I like them regardless, but maybe, you know, change it up a little bit here and there. Uh, looking at the rest of the NHL, uh, I'm not going to go over every team because I, I could probably do an entire episode just based off of that. And I would rather not do it with this one. Uh, and I already did tonight with Locked on NHL, so go ahead and do that. But uh, some of the jerseys that popped out to me that I really much enjoyed and, and you know, looking forward to Tampa possibly playing these teams while they're wearing them, seeing them in action is uh, the Rangers one. You know, that's the native New Yorker in me. Uh, anything with the Statue of Liberty in, on it, I love. Um, I, I think this logo that they had, they brought it back last year on the reverse retros. Uh, bringing it back this year with a little bit of the lighter blue. Uh, so love these, uh, you know, and, you know, hopefully, hopefully NHL goes back to its roots. Hopefully we see kind of this be the norm where a lot of teams, you know, we saw with Buffalo, they brought back the goat head and that obviously that's always been a popular logo throughout the Nas national hockey league, especially with fans 
and they you have starting to see them bring it back. They're bringing back the red and black ones, and now they're bringing in this mixed with their vintage. So, you know, hopefully we'll see kind of a, a step back to sort of the NHL's roots, franchise with their roots. Uh, New York Islanders with the, the Fishermen, which I didn't realize until actually um, – I believe this is what it's called, the Fishsticks logo. I'm looking at the logo, uh, the, the article right now. I don't know if that shirt, if that, if that's 100 true. Um, but if that is true, or if it's something different, go ahead and comment below because if that's called the Fishsticks logo, that's a terrible name for a great logo. I'm going to say that right now. Uh, and then looking at some of the other jerseys, I do very much like the Kings one. Um, just the classic, the 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 crown um you know it you know a lot of some people prefer logos that are just like you know intimidating or whatever i like very simple stuff and this is really what it is it's simple it's not crazy um so yeah i don't like the panthers one and i'm not just saying that because uh the the lightning in them are rivals i just the hockey stick with with the with the palm tree is just very strange to me. It's just a weird combination. Um, you know, that that's not something if I'm a player for the Panthers, that's not something I'm rolling out out of the locker room with. I'm like, yeah, we're going to go drop five goals with a palm tree and a hockey stick on our, on our, that's not something that gives me confidence as someone who's going to go out and compete. You know, the old saying is you look good, you feel good, you play good. And I don't think that's going to make anyone on that team feel good. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Uh, that's why they're on the ice and I'm sitting here behind a microphone. So, uh, But you look at the rest of the jerseys, I think a lot of teams nailed it. I I, I like Vancouver. I, I like Washington. You know, they kept it simple. They didn't get crazy with it. They didn't go outside the box. Uh, the Jets, I could leave it or take it. Not too crazy about it. The Wild. It was brought to my attention. I thought they literally did the same exact thing from last year. I was told it was not. I was told that, Adam, you are sadly mistaken. Uh, stop babbling. These are the home version jerseys of last year's editions. But as a whole, I even like the Seattle ones. Seattle ones, yeah, I mean, second second year in the league, still they nailed it. <laughs> I mean, I there's really not much other than than Detroit and Chicago that I could really critique from anybody else's jerseys. Uh, I think the one that really stuck out to me that I've always loved, and this is just shows how long I've been a fan of hockey and how old I am. Uh, Nashville's from 2001 with the actual saber tooth. Um, is it saber tooth tiger? Yeah. Saber tooth tiger almost said lion there, but saber tooth tiger uh, on there with the, with the fangs. Love it. Um, you know, Ottawa's kind of already been rocking these with the jerseys they have now. So, eh. Uh, and Columbus, I, I just feel like they changed up the the the, the color scheme. Uh, but last one, because I just have to throw my shots in against them. At I, I almost want to turn this into a drinking game with Lightning fans. Every time I throw shade at the Toronto Maple Leafs. This, all right, even though it's a classics logo and I love the jersey scheme, I love the layout lazy this is this is basic this is basically what you see them wear at every winter classic but you know what it's one of it, it's one of those hits that never loses its cool that makes sense or or never you know it, it's like that old song that you always love you know um 
that you always you haven't heard for you hear it all the time and, and you know it's like never gonna give you up by rick ashley i know that's a terrible example but that's the first song that came to my head or like right now with staying alive with drake you know that's the song that you're gonna hear a billion times and it's still gonna be it's still gonna bop so, you know, it's one of those. That's the the equivalent. And I guess that's a good equivalent since, you know, it's Toronto Maple Leafs and Drake's from the six. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I really like these jerseys as a whole. I think it's really going to help grow the game. It's going to bring in new fans. And uh, I'm excited to see what the NHL does moving forward over the next couple of years as they continue to grow the game through their looks. So wrapping things up on the show, once again, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen and liking and subscribing to the podcast in advance. Uh, go ahead, once again, follow us on our social media pages. If you're, if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and you have the clicker, the ticker below. Uh, go ahead and follow us on there and also subscribe to our YouTube channel as well as hit that notification button if you're following us on an app-based uh, platform. Uh, yeah, so we'll look forward to tomorrow night's game against Florida. I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, you have to be. It's still too early in the season for this to be depressing. Uh, is it less than ideal to have the Lightning where they are right now in the league? Yeah. Um, but it's four games. You know, you got to be optimistic. And that's all we can be. I, I think, you know, and maybe this is just wishful thinking. I think that they're going to go out there and, and play well uh, to start off, at least. You know, it's now it's just a matter of staying consistent throughout the game and, and not allowing the other team to dictate. Uh, as you progress uh, throughout the game. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll be back tomorrow night or, you know, early Saturday morning. When I say early Saturday morning, I mean like 1, 1 a.m. So keep an eye out for that. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.